Gracious Losers Podcast, episode 27. I'm Paul. And I'm Casey. And uh, we are late recording this one on a Monday night because we uh, got caught up in watching the Blazers' yeah, overtime Blazers victory Warriors. against Golden State. What a game. Uh, who would have thought it? Two, yeah. The Warriors were the worst team in the league and Portland not that far, you know, better than that. Not that much better than that, but it was a, it was a, it was a really fun game to watch. Dame's career high, yep, 61. 61. Yeah. Humble as always in the post-game interview. Yes. Um... So we're going to try to make this a short podcast tonight because we're not starting this thing until almost damn near 10 o'clock at night (laughs) on Monday. Sure. Uh, Casey, what are we drinking? Uh, Well, the first thing we drank was uh, one that neither one of us have had before, which was a matchless. It looks like a a collaboration between Naked City and Lazy Boy Brewing. I don't know either one of those, but um, it's kind of a weird one. It's, It's a hazy IPA with tapioca, baba bubbler is what it's called. Boba, uh, Boba bubbler. bubbler, I'm sorry. Um, Bob and it was, like uh, you could taste the tapioca, we'll say that. Much. It wasn't great. It was a little thick, and the <laughs> after the, the kind of the finish was like really bitter. Yeah, it um, wasn't great. It wasn't a great bitter, like a lingering bitter with the weird tapioca, and it wasn't great. So no offense to that one, but um, interesting idea, but it, it wasn't quite uh, pulled together. Yeah, we frankly. went matchless heavy tonight. Uh, I apologize. That's on me because I bought the beers tonight. Max is um, fine. They have hit. They're pretty hit and miss. They have some really good stuff. And some yeah, really not we had stuff. the uh, their their double dry hop hazy, which is hazy expectations. We, you've had it before. I hadn't had it. it. It's decent. Yeah, yeah. And then the it's darkest fair. day was, which is also uh, matches which is the dark hazy. Um, and, but yeah. of course, the block fifteen. You got a block fifteen here. I did. Cosmic Gold Brew, which is a classic. One of the best they have. Great. It's their uh, stout condition on yeah. coffee. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, always good. Fantastic. All right. Well, um, I, I mean, I, I feel like we should be starting talking about the Blazers, but we're not. Okay. Because That's I want to talk about because I want to talk about little Blazer sandwich. Yeah, Blazer sandwich of the bread. We'll, we'll 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 get towards the end here on the Blazers. How about that? So we'll, we'll if you're a Blazer fan and you're looking for Blazer content, you have to listen. Yeah. Through the whole podcast. There you go. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna start with uh, the AFC and NFC championship games that yeah. happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the Chiefs, uh, honestly, too, I think a lot of people surprised pulled that one out. Well, no, a yeah. lot of people were jumping on the Tennessee bandwagon. Yeah, and in the, at that first quarter, it looked like Tennessee might might come away with that. They yeah, pretty good. Yeah, it really with did. The, uh, uh, what was it the turnover right off the bat? Yep. Yeah, and then and they scored. They scored again. Yeah. So there. I mean, Tennessee's a, the building blocks are there. Yeah. They have a a, a very young defense. Sure. Um, Young receivers, Corey Davis and, and uh, AJ Brown. Brown. Um, John U. Smith John looks like Smith. he might be a good tight end he going looks forward. Solid. Yeah. Um, I think Derrick Henry's a pretty young offensive that, right? line. Well, Tannehill and Henry. And Henry. So yeah. they got to decide how much money they want to spend on those guys. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's a tough one. Uh, but Kansas City finally gets over the hump. It's the first time they're playing in the Super Bowl since 1969. Yeah, wow. Saw that uh, yeah. because they talked about that a whole bunch. Sure. Congratulations the, uh, to Andy Reid, too. Yeah, nice I mean, Andy Reid can go in and lose another Super Bowl. We'll see. Well, I know you're a Niners fan, but <laughs> I think it's going to be a good game. It should be a good yeah. game. It should be a good game. Um, the Niners at home took care of business against Aaron Rodgers, who had a really good game. He, at one point, I think he was 30 of 35 sure. against what I think is the best defense in yeah. the NFL. Um, a lot of short passes, but, I mean, that's A lot game. of short passes, except for that one beautiful bomb he threw to that – that go route he threw to Adams yeah. in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. That thing was 
It was beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, so the Niners, the Niners figured out a way to, to, to win the game handily with Garoppolo throwing eight passes. Yeah. So, Mostert, man. <laughs> Mostert. They're, they, he, he broke a ton of tackles, and, I mean, they blocked him really well. There's a Great few, blocking. A few times when you, you see some of those replays where the, the – the the holes for him to run through were just giant you know feet across and all you had to yeah. do was run straight, but I mean that's not taking away any, much anything from him because he looked really good anyway. He was he, I think uh, he he broke a ton of tackles. There's some stat about that. I don't remember what, what it is exactly, but um, but he looked he looks really good as a running back. So yeah, he runs hard. Yeah, he runs like, really I, hard. I, we He's were always... we were texting during the game mm-hmm. a little bit. I said you know what I like about him. I saw this last year is that he doesn't shy from the contact. Sure. Maybe that's why he gets banged up so often. Could be. Maybe maybe not. But he he want he <clears throat> kind of feeds off it. He's he reminds me of like a really little Marshawn Lynch. Sure. Because Lynch yeah. used to lower his shoulder and just go at people. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of the way I feel Mostert does. So, um, should be a really good Super Bowl. Uh, I mean, the, the Kansas City's opening up as a one-point favorite. I think the Niners are going to win the game. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, their defense um, is so Their defense great. is so good. Um, but it will be interesting to see how they play against the 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 great offense of Kansas City. I mean, Pat Mahomes is That's one of true. the best quarterbacks in the league. And, 100% true. Um, so I... I think it's gonna be a fun game. Yeah, I think it'll be a good game. I think it's the I think it's the most fun matchup, honestly. Yeah, I agree. Of the yeah. final four, mm-hmm. I think this is the matchup that people wanted to see the most. Definitely. Yeah. Um, the, you know, the juggernaut offense against the you got a lot of yeah the very stout defense. Let's see what happens. Sure. Yeah. So I, I'm excited. A lot of fun about names. It. People love Kittle. People love Mahomes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the defense of the Niners. D Ford playing against his old team. Yeah. Sure. That's I mean, that's not nothing. Yeah. Richard Sherman trying to go to another Super Bowl. Hmm. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, interesting. Um, I thought I had another NFL note. Maybe I don't. So what? How? how what? What do you think the score is going to be in the game? Oh God. How close do you think it's going um, to be? Going, you think the Niners are going to control it from the bat? It's just going to be Kansas City kind of coming from behind, sort of like Green Bay did. Maybe less I think that. so. Yeah, I. Oh gosh, I'd probably say it's it's gonna be a close game. I think. Yeah. So I think it's gonna be something around like twenty, twenty four seventeen or twenty four twenty one. I have to imagine there. the Chiefs' defense will play a little better than the Packers did. The Packers' defense looked pretty awful. They couldn't tackle anybody. They were all over the place. I think they're gonna load the box. And they're gonna try to stop the Niners' running game. I think that the Niners win this game because Garoppolo is gonna have to throw the ball. Okay. And. He didn't, he didn't have him, to against Green Bay. You might see him lean on Kittle a lot more this game, the Super Bowl, than they did last game. I would assume so. Yeah. I would assume so. I think they're, I think they're going to throw the ball a ton to Emmanuel Sanders sure. when they have yeah. to throw. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Debo Samuel, is, is he looks great. he's real hard to defend. <laughs> yeah, he is. So they, they move, got weapons. Move them all over the field. Yeah, they got yeah. weapons. I yeah. think it's going to be a really fun game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited about it. Yeah, so am I. This I'm is excited the first, about it. first Super Bowl in a while I've been excited for. It's, it's New England I and wish, almost every single one of them. Yeah, I wish it wasn't a two-week break. Yeah, that's true. That was just coming right up. There's something I saw. It was like, uh, what was it? Running backs either. S- oh man, I, I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. You keep you whatever. I'll get back to you on you this. Keep move. talking. Okay, well, yeah. I'll, I'll well, don't my... keep talking. But I mean, we no. I, I will. Just, I will keep we'll talking. Keep, we'll move forward. Move forward. I, I have a couple of baseball notes. Sure. Because we're getting inching closer to pitchers and catchers reporting. Yeah. Um, first thing you texted me and actually broke the news to me today that the the Braves signed Felix Hernandez. Yeah. Uh, one of the best, if not the best, pitcher in Mariners history. Sure. Uh, to a minor league deal. Yeah. So I would assume that Felix would be the fifth man in that rotation. Mm-hmm. 
at some point this year in Atlanta, which which makes me happy because I always liked watching uh, Felix when he played for Seattle. I was yeah, never a Mariners good, fan, but I liked picture. watching him. Um, so it's kind of fun to see to see that. Um, the other bit of news I saw today that kind of broke in the. the the trade winds have kind of calmed on Nolan Arenado, who's the the All Star third baseman from Colorado. Yeah, um, and he had said today, "There's a lot of people in this organization that don't respect me." Yeah, so it sure sounds like he doesn't want to be there either. Mm-hmm. And I think he was kind of insulted that they were taking offers. Okay, and calling teams on it. Sure, uh, just for for. A little bit of context for you, Casey, because I know you're a huge baseball guy right now. Mm-mm. Five-time All-Star, seven-time Gold Glover okay. at third base. Last year, he hit 315, 41 homers, 118 RBIs on a team that couldn't manufacture runs yeah. and won 71 games. Wow. Yeah. So I wanted him to go to Atlanta and fill sure. the hole where Josh Donaldson just left in free agency. Kind of bad-mouthed Atlanta on the way out, yeah. saying I wanted to be here, and they didn't give me they didn't give me enough notice. Yeah. Hmm. Or Atlanta's kind of saying the opposite, saying, yeah, we we gave you our offer a long time ago, and you just kind of twiddled your thumbs on it. So, sure. So, you know, yeah. kind of sounded a little bit reminiscent of how Cantor kind of played the Blazers this yeah. year, where he said, oh, I, I didn't know. It was so yeah, late in the game. Yeah, which is BS, Lillard cool. came out later and was like, yeah, 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 you knew, dude. Come on. So, Shit changed. So. Um, <laughs> that's the baseball notes I have. Okay. The, the, the last thing I want to talk about baseball, I shouldn't say it's all, okay. uh, it, but they, a bunch of Astros players were interviewed this week. And I know last week I kind of went on a, a kind of a, a rampage about how disrespectful what the Astros did was to the, the heart of baseball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the players, and I'm not the only person that's saying this because if you if you watch you know PTI or any of the the kind of the rock jock uh, for lack of a better term sports shows around, they're all kind of talking about this too. But the a bunch of players got interviewed and not a single one of them showed any remorse hmm. for cheating for cheating that's such a bummer. they all just kind of said yeah we're gonna be there next year everyone yeah. thinks we're not we're gonna be there ne-. which which is fine to say like yeah we're gonna we're gonna overcome this and we're gonna do better sure. like we shouldn't have done what we did we're gonna earn it this time through yada yeah you know, that's the right way to stay up mm-hmm. there and say yeah. it not to say like oh people don't believe in us well yeah. people don't believe in you because you, you just cheated. got caught cheating yeah. Huge Dude, like scandal! Oh man, and the whole the buzzers with the jersey and the the yeah. video of Altuve, with the little buzzer uh, waving outline. his waving his finger and saying no, no, and holding touching his jersey and then yeah, yeah. holding it together as he crossed home plate so they wouldn't rip his jersey. Yeah, yeah. like it's dude, like <laughs> you cheated flat yeah. out. You knew it was happening. These players knew it was happening. Sure. God, it pisses me off. Like. If you're gonna cheat, and I think a lot of teams cheat, just like, be smart about it. Don't do something that stupid where sure. you're gonna get caught. Yeah. Like it's so dumb. Definitely, yeah. Fuck, it's very man. dumb. So frustrating. Um, before we talk Blazers, yeah, this is a big week for the NBA. Um, yeah, and not because the All Star voting is closing <clears throat> tomorrow because no one cares no about one that because it's, it's ridiculous. Voting, yeah. and people are voting for tackle fall on Alex Caruso. Um, but uh, and Steph it's a, Curry somehow and Steph Curry because why not? Guys. Why not? Come on. Uh, but the important news this week, the really important news this week, is that it finally will mark the regular season debut of Zion Williamson. Yeah, the twenty second they say right twenty second, two days from which is Wednesday on national when TV drops, drops. Yeah. Um. So I'll be watching that game. At least I'll try. I'm. It. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. So am I. Uh. I. 
I didn't think Zion was the second coming by any means when he was coming out. But no, but he, he's fun. But he is a fun, fun to watch. and he is athletic, and yeah. he he punishes the rim when he dunks. Yeah, he's been putting on a show in pregame warmups for for the cities they've been visiting lately. Um, and that team is looking pretty solid. This is the shot yeah, in the arm. They a, had twenty one yeah. threes tonight in their yeah, win over Memphis. Talk, about, talk about a quick rebuild after trading Davis. They might even be in a better place than they were with Davis. Well, they have a lot more talent. They not, are they're, not they're, players that are up to that at Davis's talent, but they have no, more of the talent. They're in a rough spot though because they are they declined That's right. to extend Brandon Ingram, which is a big who mistake. All of a sudden, looks. I mean, we superstar. both put him on our All Star yeah. team. I think you can even make the argument that maybe he should have been the number one pick over Ben Simmons that year. Yeah. You couldn't have made that argument the last couple of years. This year, at least you can make the argument. Maybe, yeah, sure. It's closer now. It's 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 certainly closer. Yeah. I think. I mean, I, I don't know. I think Ingram's a better all around player. I think what Simmons does well, he does better. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, yeah, that team that team's gonna get hot here. I think as as long as Zion stays healthy, because mm-hmm. yeah. he hasn't been able to do that. No, he didn't do it at Duke. He didn't hasn't done it here. So we'll see. Um, the other news that I think is is really more sad than anything else is Chandler Parsons. Chandler Parsons, yeah. Um, so news came out a few days ago that he got uh, in, a, in a car accident and was a little banged up and they didn't know what that looked like. Well, today yeah. apparently he's, out. he's yeah. hired um, legal representation. Uh, apparently, the person who hit him after practice was a drunk driver. Yeah, two p.m. Um, at 2 p.m. in the afternoon after great. practice. Not like, that, not like that makes any difference. Was like arrested for early, DUI, but... but now they're saying that Chandler has a um, a traumatic brain injury, which could be as simple as a concussion. I don't mean to say concussions are simple. I've had two of them. Sure, but I understand how the, serious the they wordage are. of traumatic brain injury is like, oh my god! But it sounds worse than it yeah. probably is, mm-hmm. only sure. because it's coming from a law firm. Sure, exactly. But they also said he tore his labrum. Um, whiplash. There are a couple other things that were labrum's in your hip. Is that right? Labrum. There's a there is a labrum in your hip. Yeah. But he's talking about the shoulder. Shoulder labrum. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Um, they're saying yeah, he may great. never he may never play basketball again. Now, Chandler Parsons has been the butt of a lot of jokes in Portland. Sure, um, kind of everywhere, but kind of everywhere, but really yeah. in Portland because he he spurned us verbally. Agreed to an offer sheet and to then, come yeah. here, spurned us, and then talked an incredible amount of shit. Did us a big favor though <laughs> about like how bad our team was, mm-hmm. and then like where we went compared to Memphis. Yeah, just saying. But um, you know, we thought he was an untradeable contract. Mm-hmm. He got traded a couple times, yeah. I believe, mm-hmm. which yeah. is pretty impressive. Like the NBA is anything can happen. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, you know, I I think we both can say that we hope that. This isn't a career ender of for Chandler not. Parsons. I mean, the guy's uh, always been pretty banged up, and especially in the last few years. Um, and I think and he, he's like 33, 34, something like that. Yeah. Uh, I, I Obviously, you hope his career is not over, but, I mean, that does some big, some big injuries. Sure There's a lot of work to come back, um, yeah. which, which is too bad. Other than all that, he seemed like a pretty decent guy, and he was a good player back when he was healthy. Oh, he was, supposed, he to be that the, he was supposed to be the master recruiter, remember? Yes, yeah. He was the master recruiter. Sure. Which, wait, I don't... Know. But I remember mostly from the point nine. That's where I remember him. Oh, well, yeah. 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 It's my favorite Blazer moment still is the point nine. It's my second favorite. I know. You're, you're the, the wave. I think so. There's the more wave. There's more there. <laughs> we yeah. talked about this before, right? Yeah. Think, we talked about yeah. this before. But, yeah. Um, So, speaking of the Blazers. Yeah. Finally made a trade. Yeah. It was 
as lackluster as you could imagine. Sure. Considering considering what, the, the considering the piece the, the piece that, that was really given. Away. Yeah. So the Blazers, uh, if if you haven't heard, traded away one of their big expiring contracts, Kent Bazemore, Kent Bazemore yeah. who was drastically underimproving yeah. this year and rumored to be underperforming, traded. not underimproving, underimproving Under- too. <laughs> to be fair, because he, I think he got worse as the season got he on. He certainly has. Um, and Anthony Tolliver, who actually was. He was actually Playing a lot better. He was actually started to play a little better in the last week or so. Um, he, they, he had some life in him. He's hitting some shots. Yeah, they he still also. Has such a, I mean, he hits shot, man. His shot is so weird. It has a weird hitch in it. Anyway, it yeah. doesn't look normal. It doesn't look normal. He but looks he like an old man. He does look like an old man. Yeah, <laughs> he's not. No, he's significantly younger than both of us. <laughs> I don't think he's that much younger. He's probably in his early thirties. I think he's thirty. Really, thirty yeah. or thirty-one. He's pretty. I mean, considering. No, that's know, true. I mean, yeah. How old he looks? How broken down he looks in the court? Sure. Um, they also moved uh, a couple of uh, future second-round picks. Sure, which is really nothing. So what we get back is we can we buy get, one of those for whatever. We get uh, old uh, Biggie Caleb Swanigan back for his second tour of Portland. Yeah. All right. Uh, didn't take him long to get back here. By the way, Tolliver's thirty-four years old. Oh, I almost way thirty-five. Off. Just way saying. Off. Okay, he's not that much older. So he's pretty close to us. Anyway, good. Still wonderful. Yeah, he's an athlete. <laughs> he's an athlete. <laughs> Sorry, Tolliver. You seem like a good guy. I'm not. He's not listening. No, no of um, course he's not. Uh, we also get Wenyan Gabriel. So uh, yeah, Wenyan Gabriel was a really high high school recruit, a really highly yeah. rated high school recruit going to like the University of Kentucky, or something like that. Something um, crazy. He never really panned out there. Yeah. Um, he. I don't even know. I didn't know who this was at all until I looked it up a few days ago. I kind of read into him, but yeah, he went undrafted, went to the G League, mm-hmm. and has steadily, drastically, for lack of a better word, uh, increased his his efficiency, offensively yeah. while in the G League. He's a, he's a big, he's long, he has range, he is a modern-day stretch four yeah. in the NBA. He actually fills a decent amount of holes lost sure. by Tolliver here. Um, and we didn't give anything up to get him, so it's like... Yeah, we gave nothing up to get him, yeah. Um, the, the piece we get back, the real piece mm-hmm. that we get back in this is Trevor Ariza, who is a guy mm-hmm. who, for years, I've been saying I would love to be a Blazer because he fits... Sure. And he's the, the problem is Trevor's on the downside of his career. Yeah, now. he would have fit a little better about four years ago. And but a nickname but, Switchblade, by the way, I had no idea. Trevor Reza? <laughs> yeah, so says Basketball Reference. Okay, Switchblade. <laughs> uh, what Blazer fans probably remember the most uh-huh. about Trevor yes. Reza is the undercut of Rudy Fernandez, yeah. which essentially ended Rudy's run in Portland. Yeah, he was never the same player after. Sure. Um, pump the brakes on anyone, by the way, who still holds a grudge. On Trevor Ariza for that I'll, undercut. I'll be honest, I don't even remember that until people started mentioning. It's like, oh, oh yeah, pump the brakes on it because Rudy Rudy forced his way out of Portland. He yeah. didn't want to be here. He no, wanted he to go back to yeah. Spain. So let, let's stop acting like Rudy Fernandez is a saint. Sure, here. no, he, he didn't want to be here. And I'm I'm I know this I'm is... with the belief if if you don't want to be somewhere, then you know work on getting traded, but don't don't pout about sure. it. Sure, I know this is an unpopular opinion. For the Blazer world, but I was never. I was a, a Rudy fan when he first came over, but I he lost his luster for me pretty quickly, and I was never really that big of a fan of his. Yeah, I was definitely a bigger fan than you. I, I was. I saw the potential at the start, but man, it never really showed up, in my opinion. Yeah. That rookie year was great. Yeah, that rookie year was great. The but second I'm just year was saying, not. Yeah, and that then rookie the, year from there on, it just yeah. <clears throat> anyway, so Ariza is going to slide in to be the starting three. Uh, sure. That, yeah. The trade goes official, uh, I believe, tomorrow. So by the time you get yeah. through this podcast, it'll be it'll be official. It'll be ready. They'll be ready to play the um, first game on whatever. I think it's Thursday. Is it Thursday? Yeah, that's right. We're gonna yeah, see we're Trevor. Gonna go that game. We're gonna see Trevor Reza's Trevor first Reza. game. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. 
weird. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's cool. Super yeah. weird. Um, we're gonna, yeah, yeah. I'm excited about it. Ariza does a lot of things. He, first off, he's a great defender, even at 35 or however old he is. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's an elite defender still yeah. on the wing. Um, crafty veteran. He's a very crafty veteran. He's a he's a he's a legit three and D player. Yeah. Now he's not what necessarily I wanted for this team and what I envisioned using Baysmore to get. Mm-hmm. But it's not the end of the world. Yeah. Um. It's just hard for me to get excited about millionaires saving millions of dollars on a luxury tax. Yeah. When the team gets. And the team is going to be better. Don't get me wrong here. Because the team will be better because Ariza is a significantly better player than Kent Bazemore. Yeah. And he's under contract for another year. Yeah. And that is a much lower cap hit next year. Sure. It was a front-loaded contract that Sacramento gave him because Vladi Divac doesn't understand what he's doing. Yeah. Um, he might better, might more now, but he didn't then. <laughs> he's getting there. Maybe. He's getting there. He's so getting, he's so we have the option to cut him. After like a certain date or before a certain date, and we are we're only in the books for like one point eight million, I believe. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I saw something today about all the players that aren't playing for us under contract still, and the, and it's I think it's a total of maybe eight million. It was nine point four. I believe. is that what it is? Oh, I think there's some issue with uh, how much we still owe Pau Gasol. Some people yeah. say it's like two million. Some people say it's. Actually, only four hundred thousand or something like that. Okay, because so there's the, the report I saw because there because there are stipulations yeah. in his contract that said if he didn't play a game, blah blah. blah. I, I believe yeah. that a little bit more from what I see. But anyway, so it's like Ariza one point two if we count him or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Pau Gasol mm-hmm. three hundred four hundred thousand. There's uh, Anthony Nichols Nicholson, who's still Andrew the, Nicholson. Andrew Nicholson. Jeez, see who who even is that? Um, I don't and even Vergeau. know where this is. and still Festus Zeli three hundred thirty three. Yeah. Thousand dollars, which isn't a lot, but still, that's that you know, adds up to. Like that's the one that bums me out the most. Yeah, because really... he actually seemed like he wanted to be here. He did. I remember him coming in the plane and the or the you know to the airport, and people were like, "Hey, it's Festus Zeli. What are you doing here?" And then yeah. his knees were shot, and then... <laughs> because it's Portland. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't know I, exactly I, what happened there. Like, instantly, he didn't know, even play man. a game. I don't even know why we signed him. Like, I don't because he had just tore us apart in the playoffs. Sure, but it's still it's, the year before. It was, I mean, didn't he have like a? I don't really remember the whole situation, but him, he had to have had some kind of physical. I, don't, I, don't. <laughs> I mean, you, anyway, it doesn't matter. It's we don't want to check things out here. No, 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 no three hundred three thousand dollars isn't actually that much, but those those five, six contracts combined do add up to a decent amount of money. That's a, you know, a player that could be helpful to the team. But anyway. Yeah, um, it's neither here nor there. We we got a rough a rough schedule coming up here. Um, yes, and we're still right in the thick of it in the playoffs. We're still going to get Nurkic back. Yeah, February know. at some point, probably after the All Star. I would assume yeah. after the All Star break at this point, yeah. because he hasn't actually taken part in team practice. practice. Yeah, you know who has taken part in team practice, not the Blazers' practice, unfortunately, is John Wall. Mm, okay. Is uh, doing four on four drills in Washington, which is way sooner than they expected with really? his Achilles. Yeah, not that the Wizards ever are a playoff team by any means, but no. it's good to see that John Wall is working his way back in the shape. Sure. So you got that big contract, and he was not in shape. Yeah, I. Um, the, I mean, the Wizards could be nasty next year. Yeah, if, they if, might be. If Wall's healthy and Beal wants to be there, and sure. Hachimura looks as good, I mean, that team might. So, my, the East is open. The East 
you can easily make the playoffs because teams yeah. like Detroit will always underperform. So let's let's take a look at Portland's schedule real quick. I know let's go back to Portland just real quick because I just want to. No, we can talk about Portland um, as long as you want. I'm so the game what they have before the All Star break they have they play at home against Dallas yeah. national TV, Indiana at home on Sunday. Those so. are both winnable games. Yeah, they're winnable, but those are good teams, and yeah. we haven't had great record. Oh, they're certainly teams. not not gimmies, and then they're certainly not even likely. We're back to Houston, who I'm sure will have, has a little chip on their shoulder. Not at Houston at home, but playing Houston again. I'm, it's a winnable game because we play Houston yeah. well, but it's still, you know. That's three winnable games. Three winnable, but those are tough. Those are all, like I just said, our record against 500 teams aren't isn't great, and yeah, uh, yeah we can. We I'm just saying those, those. We had a rough time with Golden State tonight. I mean, yeah, those on. teams are not Milwaukee, is what I'm getting at. No, and then we play the Lakers at LA. That's rough. Yes, that's on national TV. Also, we play great. Utah. That's always home. rough. That's national TV. Also, we uh, go to Denver. Always rough. We play the Spurs. Winnable. Winnable, but again, the Spurs are yeah. no pushover. We go to the Jazz again. Okay, great. Uh, then we play Miami. At oh, home, wow. Okay. And then, we, and then we go to New Orleans, who's play, who's playing tough. Yeah. And we go to Memphis, who's also playing tough, yep. playing well. Yep. And that's the All Star break right there. So I mean, you really look at that and you see San Antonio as like a winnable game. There's a few that are like you can win, but that's a tough that's a tough stretch. How many games. games is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven. Eleven games with. They all have winning records other than San Antonio. I believe, Pelicans, Grizzlies. Oh boy, that's Pelicans and Grizzlies do not have winning records. Yeah, they do not. Okay, those are both winnable. So Spurs, so Pelicans, and Grizzlies do not have winning records. There. Um, gosh, I would say if you can, if you can go six and five in that stretch, you're sitting really nice. Yeah. Going in after the All Star break, Pelicans is winnable. Sure, they'll have Zion. But Maybe that doesn't mean anything. we don't know yet. Yeah, that's true. Maybe, yeah. probably. Yeah. But you never know. I guess. You never know. The Lakers might not have LeBron that game. You don't know. He might tweak his groin again. Yeah, hopefully. Anthony Davis might, you know. Fall. Yeah. Fall again. again. I, have you noticed every time Anthony Davis gets hurt because he's falling? Sure. Yeah. Like, every time. Yeah. <laughs> like, it gets, a li- it gets a little easier after All-Star break, other than you have New Orleans again, Detroit, then Boston at home, rough. Yeah. Uh, Indiana, Atlanta, Orlando, all away, but all very winnable. Yeah. Wizards, Suns, Kings, Suns, Grizzlies. See, that, that's, that's the a, stretch. That's a stretch right after the All-Star break when maybe we're feeling a little refreshed. That's maybe, that stretch. Maybe at that point we have Nurkic back, hopefully. That's in March. And the other thing, um, too, I would say to Blazer fans listening is that this is what the team does more often than not is sure. they, they tread water – and then at sure. some point after that it's All-Star different. break, they usually... This is way different. Yeah. But at some point after the All-Star break, they usually get They do hot. well in March. They, they do get well hot. In March. Yeah. And if they can be hanging around that eight seed, so and what, they get hot, there you go. So what we didn't talk about is what are we going to do with Whiteside? Because the rumor at the very start of this is like, we're moving Whiteside, we're moving Baysmore. That's what's going to happen. Is Whiteside going to get moved? And so, what for? Are we going to do more uh, like a, some sort of money-saving thing? There, or? There's two ways of looking at this. The mm-hmm. first one is that how soon will Nurkic be sure. able to play meaningful minutes? And we haven't heard any really defi- definitive timeline, though. The, the nebulous idea is sometime mid-February. But even if he comes back, how many minutes does he play right off the bat? Sure. Probably, probably 15? 15, 20, yeah. Right? I mean, Mike Conley just came back from a strained hamstring. It was a bad strain. He's a lot played, older too. And he played 15 minutes. Sure. His first yeah. game back. 
mm-hmm. off the bench. So, and like, I would assume a strained hamstring is not a shattered leg. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I would assume very, very true. I would assume that Nurkic probably plays 15 sure. at best his first game back. Definitely. Probably for the first couple games until he I mean he again, would hope so at least. He's got to get his his legs under. <laughs> his legs and no pun intended. Yeah, I don't know how he seems like a pretty confident guy in general and he's been around the team this whole time which I, it has to be good to be around Absolutely. the team. Absolutely. Um but you have to imagine you're going to feel a little tentative, a little nervous yeah. about that. Of course. Um so Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. what, I mean, what do you think is good? Like, um, like it depends on when Nurkic comes back. Okay, and ready so the other, the other side or of that. They, I mean, when's the trade deadline? Like The 6th. The 6th. So, I mean, they're going to have to. I think it's the 6th. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah, I think it's the 6th, though. Um, so, they're going to have to make a move. If, or try to make a move. Here's yeah. the other issue is that, so say Nurkic is healthy, and you know you want to trade Whiteside. Who's yeah. trading what, for us on Whiteside right yeah. now? Other than a team like Cleveland, I mean, that's one of the deals you see. But but I don't think Portland wants to take on Kevin Love's money for the next three years. Be hamstrung by three. I doubt it. So I don't know. Or it would have happened by now, I think. Could be. I think it would have happened by now. Yeah. Had they really been serious about it. Uh, I mean, the other name that, that keeps floating around. I think, the, I think they might be waiting for Nurkic to come back. And once Nurkic at least gets a few minutes, then they might pull the plug, pull the deal. But maybe, maybe. not. Maybe. I and mean, Scal, too. I mean, trigger, I mean, you got to think about all What's that? I think you meant to say pull the trigger. Yeah. Pull the plug. It's over. We're <laughs> pull the plug. Yeah. <laughs> We're done. Pull the trigger. Yeah. It's it. We're done. The other name they that, could be doing that, too, at some that, point. Yeah. The other name that keeps well, floating around is have... Gallinari. And uh, uh, Oklahoma City's not moving Gallinari not moving. for Hassan Whiteside. And, and they're playing well, so they're yeah. not. They're not moving him for Whiteside. They're not moving him now, anyway, because. They might still move him. Maybe. I just It's not for Whiteside. Yeah. So th- there's well, not a lot, lot of teams. a lot of like, a lot of cap space. Atlanta, yeah, I mean maybe. Who are they giving you back? That's true. There's not a lot. You have to make salaries match. So who yeah. are they giving you back? Chandler Parsons' corpse. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I mean, like Evan Yikes. Turner. What? I mean, like what, what do they have? Yeah, it's an Evan what Turner do they have? Literally, what do they have of of, of no? You're right. Of salary yeah. to give back. I don't know. Um. You know, I I, I don't really don't see a fit in a lot of places. Uh, I mean, one place. So that's that, just dead money, and we're not going to be able to sign kinda, anybody. Cause, yeah, I mean, one place that <laughs> Jeff Teague it might make sense would be Boston, maybe. But Cantor has been pretty hot and cold there, but he's been hotter of late. Yeah, at center, um, and they're getting good production out of uh, the other kid they got there, Thies. Yeah, Thies, whatever how you say his name, Thies or something. Thies, I, don't I don't know whoever he is. He's doing much better than expected. So. Sure. I don't, oof, gosh, I really don't know where there's a fit for him. Yeah. Um, I think it's pretty clear he is best served as a, a 20 to 25 minute a game guy. Sure. Do you think, um, do you think is, there's any chance that he re-signs for a lot less money next year? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder. In Portland, you mean? In Portland, yeah. Yeah. I yeah, I wonder about that too. It feels like maybe this has rejuvenated just him in general as a person and a player because of the leadership of Dame and the team and uh, kind of being given a little less of a little, little more of a leash, a little more, you know, a little more slack. Uh, I feel like at the last couple of years with Miami, he was kind of, and rightfully so, he makes a lot of mistakes. He's not a perfect center, but. Uh, no, no. But, but I think that maybe he's getting frustrated there. And it seems like this has kind of been a new lease for him. And it seems like he's taken some of the criticism too hard, not from the fans. And I'm talking like, like we were talking about how he, 
his pick and roll game was much better tonight than it has been the last few weeks. Like he still, you know, chases blocks and gets caught with you know looking at other things on defense, which is he a still big deal. Jump for which rebounds. is exactly why he's not not a starting center in the league anymore at all. He shouldn't shouldn't isn't um, and shouldn't be from here on out. But is a good backup, decent 20, 20 minute guy can come in and give you some blocks yeah. and rebounds and you know some scoring. I mean, what I would, I would tell Blazer fans is if you think that Hassan Whiteside is the answer at center, then you're not watching games. Sure, most and if you, and if, you, and if yeah. you're watching games, then you don't understand mm-hmm. the things that he does wrong mm-hmm. because there's a lot of things wrong. He does and things that Nurkic doesn't do wrong. Exactly. So well, Whiteside yeah. might give you 15, 20, and five blocks a game, mm-hmm. and on the stat line. You're like, wow, what a game from Hassan. Yeah. But then you actually watch the footage and you see how out of position he is all the time. Yeah. And every now and then he makes it up. And this is the thing about Bazemore, too, when he was here, is that Bazemore let guys go by him a lot because he thought he could sneak behind him and get the backdoor block. Yeah. And sometimes he did. And when he did, you're like, man, that was a great play. Sure. But it happened like once every three games. Yeah. So, like, that's a lot of layups you're giving up. Yeah. Same definitely. idea here with Hassan. He was getting out rebound the night mm-hmm. by anyone who wanted to jump. Yeah. Because they, he refuses to leave his feet for a rebound. He just reaches as high as he can. Sure. And more often than not, he's the biggest guy on the court. Yeah. But Willie Kaistein can jump, and he was yeah. grabbing rebounds over him tonight. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, what about Minnesota? Like, you got... Do you think they're they're, they're sellers of Wiggins or is Portland even buying a guy like Wiggins? That's a lot of money. If they want for if, four more years, if Minnesota's giving up Wiggins, they want CJ back. Yeah, sure. And That's I don't, so I don't know if that makes the team. Or better. like a Covington, Dang, Zhang. Covington and, and and Zhang for Whiteside. Yeah, I can, something I don't like see that. Minnesota doing it. No, no probably not. I'm Minnesota just, just has one goal like that. right now, and that's to get D'Angelo Russell in a Timberwolves uniform. Shh, that's very true. And the yeah. only way they're going to be able to do that is with any of those to make guys. the salaries no, right. match yeah. is to include Zhang, probably Covington, and probably something else. I don't know if that's enough for Golden State. Although, sure. if I was Golden State, I would be pulling the trigger because there's no point in winning games this year. Yeah, you're getting Curry and Clay back sure. next you're year. You're gonna get the number one pick probably. You're probably gonna get somewhere in the top, top five. Three. Yeah, somewhere in there, uh, probably top three, like you said. And yeah, trade a healthy Elo Curry, now. a healthy Clay. Add that in with Covington, with Draymond, with Eric Paschal, who looks like a good player. Yeah, in the he league. Does. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a guy like Gorgie Jang. On the roster, which yeah, I think fine. he's expiring, but like twenty twenty one expires. Twenty twenty one. Yeah. I mean, it, he kind of seems like the kind of guy who would play really well in Golden State because he can he can shoot yeah. the ball. Yeah. You just can't ask him to move. No. Yeah. Like if he has the ball in his hands, he better be shooting right there. Yeah. Because he's not doing anything. Or else. he'll travel. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I I, I God, I don't know. The, the the idea is that next week we're gonna have Danny Morang from Blazers Outsiders on. Uh, I know he was sick a few weeks ago. Um, these are questions we can ask Danny next week. Sure. Yeah. And uh, try to get a little bit of the, the outsider slash insider take. Yeah. On what he thinks, I know he's been more of a proponent of the trade CJ camp. So I'm curious to see what he has to say about that. And I don't think CJ can be traded till the the thirtieth, right? No, which is fine. Which will be the day yeah. after we record. Yeah. Just so saying. Maybe. Yeah. Right? It'll be perfect. Yeah. Um, we're going to close the podcast tonight with a little Who'd You Rather. Okay. <clears throat> For you. Sure. So um, we I, I touched on this really, really quickly, but uh, who'd you rather for the rest of their career, Brandon Ingram or Ben Simmons? 
Oh, man. And this is what? Starting a roster with either one of these guys? Or yeah. what? Sure. That's pretty tough just because Ingram's been playing so well. Um, fuck it. I'll go Ingram. Yeah. Because he can shoot the ball. I don't think it's. I, He's to, not as good to, of a defender. To me, I don't think it's close. I go Ingram. I think it's close. I think Simmons is a lot of things that maybe you don't appreciate. <laughs> I think he's a great defender. He's, he's a, a really great, good defender. He's a great facilitator. But yeah, he doesn't shoot the ball. So yeah. and that's a big deal in this this day and age of the NBA. But he plays really well. With I mean, he's been with a playoff team for his whole career. So I don't know. But yeah, I think Ingram. I think M- I'd rather. Joel Embiid or Carl Anthony Towns? I'll go with Cat. Embiid gets injured way too much. I know Cat just set out They're for both, like. Jesus Christ, the both Cat, of, no, the two of those guys have just been banged up. This man. year, Cat has, but he's, yeah. he's every other year. Otherwise, other than this year, he he's he's been. I think he's played eighty-two games every single year except for this year. Uh, I thought he missed well, some time last year. Did he? Let's see. 82, so. 82, 82, 82, 77. So he yeah. missed five. It was a brief games. thing. I think it was like yeah. an ankle or something. Um. So I would rather have Cat. Cat's a beast. Uh, I like him beating all, but man, that guy, he, he'll never stay healthy, and I, I don't think he's going to have as long of a career as a lot of other players. I agree. So you're starting a roster. Yeah. Trey Young or Luka Doncic? Oh, Doncic. Come on, man. Well, I know Luka. you're a big tra- you're a big fan of yeah, Trey Young. Yeah, but Luka's, come on. What if I give you Trey Young in a first-round pick next year? I don't know. Anthony Edwards? I don't know. Meh, I think I'm still going with Luka. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I, I just, I... There isn't enough. If there was like guy. a clear cut number one or a clear cut few great amazing players, um, then maybe I would. But I like Trey a lot. Okay. Luca's like special. Who's the better power hitter, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, or Barry Bonds? Let's go Barry Bonds. Yeah. Who's the better baseball player, McGuire, Sosa, or Bonds? Well, Bonds. Yeah. Who's the better human being, McGuire, oh, Sosa, Christ. or Bonds? It's not Sosa. Definitely not Sosa. I guess McGuire probably. Out of those three. Yeah. I think so. Oof, that's hard. It's not Sosa. Sosa. I know. I'm not Sosa's saying it's last, Sosa. Sosa's the last place, but Bonds is kind of a head case, man. Yeah. Like a pretty big head case. Yeah. I don't know what what has McGuire done other than being kind of a selfish prick. I think I think out of the three, he's he's the least possibly the most likable of the three. Possibly. Who's the better actor, Al Pacino or Jack Nicholson? Um. I like Nicholson better. Me too. Yeah. I like Pacino a lot, though. I like Pacino a lot, but he later in his career, he kind of went to just like a yelling mode. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, which quarterback would you rather have one year on a new team, Tom Brady or Phillip Rivers? Brady. So, so Brady can't go to New England. Rivers sure, can't go to the Chargers. That's, I mean, it kind of depends on what team, but <laughs> I guess Brady. Put him on Tampa. Which which player? Hmm. I think Rivers. I do too. Uh, Brady's arm is not great. And, I don't think it's close. And, and I think Rivers is much more similar to Winston. Like he's gonna get those picks and stuff, mm-hmm. but he he'll get the ball down to the guys to Evans, good Godwin. What about, what about Carolina? Same. I mean, DJ Moore, Rivers. Samuel. Those are deep guys. Those are guys that run good routes. And well, so R- Rivers or Cam? Rivers or uh, that's uh, that's tough. Cam doesn't have a great deep ball. I'd stick with Cam. Yeah, I think I would yeah. too. Just because I just don't trust Rivers. In this no, I don't either. Uh, Brady, Rivers, or Trubisky? In general, for like <laughs> who, who who should be the quarterback in Chicago? Ugh. 
Um, let's go Brady. Yeah? Yeah, why not? Brady Rivers or Burrow in Cincy? Burrow? Brady Rivers or Tua in Miami? Tua. I think Tua and Burrow are both going to be really good quarterbacks. I think, and I think they're, they would, I think they're going to be better for those teams than Rivers or Brady would be. Brady, Rivers, Brissett, or Herbert in Indianapolis? Not Brissett. He's bad. Herbert throws a good deep ball. He's pretty accurate. That's his best best part of his game. I think I would go Herbert. Okay. Just curious. What about you in that? Oof, I don't know. Um, he, that's, he, I was looking at Herbert's stats. Like He's most accurate at the deepest, and it gets worse as he gets closer. Yeah, he's been really inconsistent. Yeah. Uh, that's my worry there. Um, that's true. I I think it just depends on how you look at, at the team. If you're thinking, like, am I trying to win right now this year? I don't think you probably are. gonna go Brady. Sure, yeah, sure. Uh, and if you're thinking, if I, do I am I trying to find a franchise quarterback? Well, it's gonna be Herbert. Yeah, so yeah. it's never Brissett. I can tell you that. No, it's not. <laughs> um, do you watch any movies this week? Uh, yeah. Like I've mentioned in the past, my dad comes over every Saturday, most yeah. every Saturday. This year, this week he came Sunday. Um. Uh, we watched Looper, which he has not ever seen. Okay, yeah. I've seen it once a while back. Shell had seen it yeah. once a while back. Um, just a good movie. Yeah. I actually really like it. Um, Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Who's who's kind of under the radar, a pretty decent director. Obviously, he just did Knives Out. Yep. He did the Star Wars that everybody hated, although I thought it was <laughs> fine. Um, there's a few more he did that's people, it's kind of uh, cult classics. I can't think of them off the top of my head. Brothers Bloom is one. Um, but I like Looper. I think Looper's a fun movie. Yeah, yeah I liked it a lot. Yeah. I've only seen it once. Yeah. Um, but I like it It's well done. Bit. It's really well done. Gets yeah. your It gets your brain thinking a little bit, you know, about time travel and that the time travel paradox <laughs> and all <laughs> about, that you stuff. Know, you know, time travel. Yeah. Looper's stuff does. like that. Um, yeah, I'm looking at yeah. Ryan Johnson's IMDb. Just trying to see what else he's done. I think he's going to do a Knives Out 2 is what they're talking That's, about already. Yeah, Brothers Bloom, you're right yeah. there. Yeah. I don't, I've never seen it, but... Uh, Green something. Green. Brick, Ninja Co. Huh. Yeah. yeah. He's a fairly fairly new film director. And after Looper, I mean, he got Star Wars. And I think he's supposed to do more Star Wars at some point, too. He is. Like some sort of new trilogy that isn't Skywalker-centric. So. Yep, he's writing all three of them, apparently. That's fine. I'm fine with it. I thought I, I, I like that know, I like yeah. that he kind of deviated from that whole path with the Star Wars, and I didn't think that that one was that bad. I thought I thought I had some interesting stuff that was kind of like I didn't think it was that bad either. I just I just I'm curious how I think it was how far of, the cash goes for Star Wars here. Sure, <laughs> like, well, different stories, and, and I, I think Mandalorian proves that different stories in the universe can be successful. Yeah, and the Mandalorian is a completely different story set in the same universe, a Star Wars universe, and I don't see why. Something that isn't Skywalker. I think people just got tired of the whole Skywalker story and the it's kind of mm-hmm. the same time frame of all that that type of stuff. That yeah, they're ready for something different. Yeah, um, and I, I think it could be very successful. And I think Ryan Johnson's a pretty good director and writer. So um, I'm looking forward to those. But yeah. yeah. What about yourself? You watch? Uh, we didn't really well? watch any movies. We've been, yeah. we've been trying to watch. Um, I'm trying to get through Watchmen. Watchmen. Yeah. We're only three episodes in because we just haven't had time. Sure. Uh, my wife had her birthday this weekend. And, yeah. And, uh, you know, just life. 
Yeah. But uh, and this this week's gonna be rough just because uh, we did watch an episode before I came over here. Yeah. Uh, tonight and then uh, Thursday we're going to the Blazer game. Friday yeah. we're going to a, a, a work party. Uh, hopefully we can try to. I, I would love to try to crank like two to, or three episodes out sure. Saturday. It would be freaking ideal. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Why well, that show is absolutely incredible. Yeah. Uh, Damon Lindelof, who is uh, he created Lost. He created The Leftovers, which is one of my favorite shows. Yeah. Ever. Um, just a fantastic creative mind. Um, and the performances. The, the, just the performances are fantastic. Yeah, Regina, they're great. Regina Hall. She's amazing. Regina King? King. Regina King. Who's yeah. Regina Hall? I have no idea. Is that somebody? That's someone I've never heard of. Yeah. Make it up. <laughs> Making up names. Yeah. Barry Bledsoe. Barry Bledsoe. <laughs> it's, no, Don Johnson's fantastic in it. Jeremy Irons is fantastic in everything he does. Um... I forgot his name off the top of my head. The guy who is looking glass. Oh, oh what's his name? He's uh, an old brother. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah um, oh, that's going to drive me nuts. It's going to drive me nuts. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, well. It's a three-name Yeah, name. it is. He's, he's <laughs> incredible. He's in Buster Scruggs. Yeah, he's incredible. Yeah. Um, uh, also, uh, what, what's the uh, the FBI agent's name? I don't so Gene Smart from Designing Roman. Yeah. That I don't She's know. Incredible. Incredible. Anyway, we've been watching that. That's really kind of our focus until we can get through that. Tim Blake uh, Nelson. Sorry. Tim Blake Nelson, yes. Yeah. We've been wanting to watch uh, The Outsider, which is the new HBO show with Jason Bateman, uh, oh, yeah. written by Stephen King. Sure. Um, but we'll get around to that, I'm sure, when it's over. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, shout out to the Stubborn Lovers for letting us use their music for the intro outro. You can find us on Twitter at Losers Gracious, at CW McGrath, at Volcom Pancake, uh, Gracious Losers Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to email us, we're on Facebook, we're on all the social media platforms, except yep. for Instagram, because you don't want to see photos of no, us. No, you don't. Um, maybe we'll start one. Who knows? Yeah, you just get pictures of a grungy D&D table down here. Solid. That's about it. Solid. <laughs> um, uh, check us out wherever you get your podcasts I'm sure you found us at one of these spots already but Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher or Google Play if you're on Apple Podcasts give us a 5 star rating it would do a lot for us to help yeah, spread the word uh, to other people who might not be around the Portland area to come listen to what we're talking about um, again hopefully knock on wood next week we're going to have Danny Morang on Yeah. Uh, talk a little bit of Blazers right in front of the trade deadline uh, in front of the All Star break, trying to get some direction on on where he thinks the team is going. Sure, yeah. If it's uh, you know more positive than what we're looking at, if it's yeah. more negative if than what we're looking at, if it's saving. right in the same boat, who yeah, knows? sure. Um, but yeah, thanks for yeah. listening, guys. Thanks. We'll talk to you soon. Yep.